Good afternoon. I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of Heath Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. And what God stands for is kingdom. Amen? Amen. But now with that being said, with that being said, kingdom matters always deals with what? Social inequity. Social injustice, social upheaval, social social ills. Amen. So we can't say that I'm, I'm in the church and, and that doesn't affect me and I don't deal with those things because then we would not be holding true to the truth. Amen. Amen. Because even if we look back in our past of the 60s, the, the whole civil rights movement came out of the church. Now, see, that is the only issue and qualm that I might have just a little tinge with this new movement is because it's trying to originate from somewhere else. Do your research. I don't have time right now to see me after. And so I don't, I'm not saying that things have to always come out of the church, but what I'm saying is, as far as my concern, as far as what I'm going to always attach myself to, it has to come from the kingdom. Amen. I don't confine things to the four walls. I get that. I understand that. But everything has to what come from the kingdom. You don't believe me? Turn to Luke chapter four. Amen. Because I'm not going to do this out of what Pastor Antonio say. Amen. This is what the word of God says. Amen. And you and you will see where I'm going. Amen. Luke chapter four. Luke chapter four. Luke chapter four. Because again, the, the church, the church, the church, a lot of this stuff would not even be going on if we took our rightful positions, if we understood truly who we are, what we are, and what we're supposed to be doing. Amen? Amen. So Luke chapter 4, let's start at verse 16. Luke chapter 4, verse 16. It says, and he came to Nazareth, talking about Jesus, my boy. <laughs> where he had been brought up I mean he was raised there and as was his custom he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day see Jesus went to church all along some folks were talking he ain't got to go to church it said as was his custom meaning he did this all the time amen and he stood up to read much like AJ there did today go. there you go in verse 17 it says and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him this was an Old Testament scroll, amen? New Testament hadn't been written yet. So this is the Old Testament scroll, and they handed it to Christ. And it says he unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. See, sometimes you got to unroll some things. You got to unravel some things. See, what we attach ourselves to, when you start unrolling and peeling back the layers, you're like, oh, mm. 
But see, one thing I know about the kingdom is I can unroll it till eternity, and all I'm gonna ever find is truth. Amen. All I'm gonna ever find is goodness. I don't care how much you unroll it. I don't care how much you pull back the layers. All you gonna find is what Christ and God. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was God. The Word was with God, and the Word what became flesh. Amen. I don't care how much you unroll it. And it says he unrolled a scroll and found the place where it was written. And this is where he takes his social justice stance. It's written in red, people. Cause, so this is what Jesus would do. This is what Jesus would do, amen? Even though all the words God, but you know, people like to look at the red. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. I mean, it's up on me. Because he has anointed me. Catch this. The spirit of God is upon you. Because it says that we are what? In Christ, and Christ is in us. So wherever you see him, put yourself there. Well, Pastor, I ain't like Christ. Well, see, then that's we, we need to talk because see that you already don't miss the mark if you don't feel like you're like Christ. I didn't say that you are Christ, but the word of God says that we are made in what? In his likeness and in his image. Now, don't get mad at me because I've accepted the truth and you have not. It says, he has anointed me to what? Proclaim. That means priest. That means outcry. That means declare good news to the poor. He has sent me. That means you got to go somewhere. That means outside of the four walls. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives. And recovering of the sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He said, I come to give good news. I come to set the captives free. I come to give sight to the blind. I come to set liberty to those who are oppressed. I proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Does that not sound like social justice? And then I like Jesus. Jesus is, is a cool dude. It says in verse 20, and he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sit down. <laughs> I mean, you just gotta, if you, do you see it in your head like I see it in mine? It's like, Jesus like, he said he read it and he rolled it back up and then he sit down like, let's say so. I'm just sitting here just waiting. Cause I already know it, and, and and just to, just just to make sure they got it, just to make sure they got it, it says in the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Yes. He was drawing a line in the sand. Right. It says they all was looking at him, and then in verse twenty one it says, and he began to say to them, today, today, not yesterday, not tomorrow, not a few minutes from there, but right now, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. What is he saying? Today, this scripture done showed up in true life form. Today, some justice has arrived. Justice is now here. Amen. See, what Christ says here, he says that I, 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 I've been anointed by the Spirit of God to come and preach the good news to the poor. Amen. See, he makes it specific. He says, I come to speak, to preach the good news. He didn't, but he didn't say just the good news to everybody. He said what? To the poor. 
So that lets me know that Jesus was specifically was specifically referring to a group of people. Everybody wasn't included in that group. Amen. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody doesn't benefit, but I'm coming specifically for you. Now, I'm coming for you, but everybody else going to get the runoff. Amen. He says, I come to give good news to the poor. What's the good news? The good news is that by his stripes we are healed. The good news is that his grace is sufficient. The good news is that he loves us and he'll never leave us and forsake us. The good news is that we are redeemed by his blood. But now here it is. Catch this. Catch this. He says good news to the poor. Poor means what? Lacking something. Because you can say poor with your money, poor in health, poor in spirit, poor in mind, poor in body, poor in relationship, whatever you lacking. Poor in justice. Because we can't be remit. I'll be remiss to say that there is not something wrong in this country. Amen. That there are issues in this country. We can't just sweep it under the rug and act like it don't exist. Amen. And he says, I've come to that thing that is lacking. There's something lacking in this country. But I come to preach the good yeah. news. Not, not, not hatred. Yeah. Not division. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But I come to preach the good news Amen. to the poor. Amen. Why? Because Romans 12, 15 tells us that, that we are to mourn with those who mourn. Meaning we're supposed to feel when somebody hurts. Amen? Meaning that, that when, the, when, the, when the black man is killed in the street, we're supposed to mourn. Whether you're white, black, Chinese, Latino, whatever, you're supposed to mourn because life. He says, I don't want none to perish. Yes. Which means on the flip side, guess what? We are supposed to mourn even when the police die. I know we everybody ain't gonna like this, amen. But you take it over with God. I'm the UPS man. I'm dropping the package off. I'm gonna ring your doorbell and I'm gonna do like Jesus. I'm gonna sit down. Ding dong, ding dong. He says, proclaim the good news. Mourn where others mourn, amen. Here's the thing that everybody needs to get. If you had a sick child out of three of your kids. You give special attention to that one child. You even may enlist those other kids to even look after that sick child. Well, guess what? That's what it is in this country. We have a sick child, we have a sick thing. So everybody needs to be enlisted in the helping look after that sick child. One does not negate the other. I don't care what the enemy has tried to get up in the midst to do, but see when people say something like, like black lives matter, doesn't mean black lives matter only. That's right. It means black lives matters also. Amen. That's just like me saying children's lives matter. That doesn't negate the fact that adults' lives don't. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So we can we gotta we gotta remove ourselves from the divisiveness because it says that Christ came to do what? Preach good news to the poor. That means wherever is lacking. If you're lacking in the finances, there need to be somebody preaching to those people. If you're lacking in justice, there need to be somebody preaching the good news to those people. Meaning let's let's get this thing together. Amen. Because Paul told us that if one part of the body suffers, then the whole body suffers. 
Now don't get me wrong, everybody ain't gonna get that. Everybody, there will be black people that don't get that. There will be white people that don't get that. There will be, everybody's not gonna get that, amen? Why? Because it ain't got nothing to do with color, people. Everybody won't get that because it has something to do with this. That's why even MLK said, judge a man by the content of his what? Character. Character is what? Character is the thing that you will do when ain't nobody looking. Camp is what you do when you ain't gonna get rewarded. Camp is what you do when you think you ain't gonna get caught. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. See, cause what we got to understand is everybody's not gonna get that 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 when they, that you mourn when others mourn, that you rejoice when others rejoice. Everybody is not going to get that. Amen. See, even when you look at the Olympics, when when you you had the, the little black girls winning the gold medals, right. but but it was a rejoice for the United States for those who wanted to. Yeah. Now we had others that nitpicked and yeah. said that some didn't put their hand on hearts and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But see, you know. As far as I'm concerned, I don't do the allegiance thing either because I only got one allegiance. Amen. Yeah. I pledge allegiance to God. I'm patriotic. Don't get me wrong. I think America's about one of the best places to live. Why? Because you can come from dirt poor to be rich in this country. If you don't believe that, somebody done lied to you. You got running clean water. You better than 50% of the people in this world. So but I only pledge allegiance to God. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. He says that I came to proclaim release to the prisoners. Yes, yes, yes. Now, some people like to take word and twist it and see Jesus ain't talking about going to break folks out of jail. <laughs> see, we got to understand what Jesus was doing here because see, Jesus was a part of a movement. Rome was occupying Jerusalem at that time, they were an oppressed people, amen? There were powers that be that oppressed them, amen? But, but and Jesus came along and, and some people wanted him to come with a, with a, uh, a violent revolution. Even some of his own, uh, Judas. He, he was what they called a zealot and, and he wanted them to, he wanted Jesus, like, Jesus, we need to finance a war, amen? But Christ says, no, I'm, I'm coming to release the prisoners. So what is he talking about? If you're not behind bars, see, but, but the worst bars that you ever can have is right here. It's right here. See, there's one thing about prison, why they build prisons the way they, they build them. See, prisons at one point were, were walls. They would throw people in dungeons and you couldn't see nothing. They still have them. They call when they get throw you in the hole or whatever. But, but the worst prison is when they started building them with bars. Why? Because you can see freedom, you can even reach for freedom, but you can never grab it. Amen. So God is saying, release that bars on your mind. You can see freedom, you can hear about freedom, you can feel freedom, you can smell freedom, you can taste freedom. You see everybody else enjoying it, but why am I not getting it? Because God says it's time to release yourself from what is imprisoning you. We want to think that is that is, is somebody's color or age or, or whatever the thing is, but ultimately Christ was trying to tell us that if you don't free this first, then you're never free. Amen. Because see, even when they release slaves from 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 from, uh, from bondage, uh -huh. that was some that didn't want to go. 
Why? Because they had a slave mentality. Even when the Jews, when they were when they were releasing some of the Jews out of the concentration camp, some didn't want to go. It was like they 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 called it uh, uh what what's the uh, uh, Stockholm syndrome. Thank you. Meaning that that you can become so imprisoned in your mind that that you Carter G. Wilson said it the best that if you control a man's mind, then you don't have to tell him to go to the back door. He'll go on his own, and if it ain't one now, he'll create one. It's important that we free our minds. He says. I proclaim release to the prisoners. But see, that's the beauty part. He says, I proclaim it, meaning it's already done, but you just got accepted. See, the aim of religion, the aim of religion is about relationship. It's not about coming to church every Sunday and giving an offering and reading the Bible. No, it's about developing a relationship, a connection. It's to put you on the right course with the power that is already on the inside of you. So that you can achieve in life what you always desire and overcome any obstacles that are in your way. And what obstacles am I talking about? The obstacles of your race, the obstacles of your creed, color, nationality, the obstacles of your pocketbook, the obstacles. See, we let everything in prison our mind. I always tell people, even in the business side of it all, they're like, well, you know, I got this idea, but I don't have no money. If you got a good idea, you don't need money. Step out of that prison of your mind. See, we done got caught up with watching it rain and everybody making it rain. And if I can't make it rain, I ain't got no money. But the richest people in this world made their money off for other people's money. Amen. Amen. Why? Because they, they, they release their mind. they like, it ain't about what I see. It's about what I connect to and what's in me can manifest. Amen. Turn quickly to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4. So I just want to, you know, come and, you know, uh, set the record straight, you know, if I can, you know, uh, you know, walking, walking what, what they call the apostolic for a little second, amen? amen. Just for a little second, right. if it's okay with y'all, right. you know, I put on the pastor clothes every week, amen? Because, uh, you know, we, we got to have order, amen? amen? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22, Paul tells us here to, 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 to put, off put off your old self. Which implies that you got it on. Mm-hmm. Amen. He says, take take it off. Take it off. Tell, tell yourself, take it off. Take it off. Because just because you got saved don't mean everything ain't, didn't come off. Amen. Right. You got saved, but you came into the kingdom with some clothes on from yeah. over there. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, you, you know, kind of like how the, you know, how the girls show up at church with the dress up, you know. And you got to put the little things in. So they, they, that's why they covered the leg, because they, they made covering. God says, I'm going to cover you for right now. I'm going to grace you for right now because you still got them old clothes on. But now it's time to put them off. He says, which belongs to your former manner of life. See, you used to live like that. You used to be in prison. You used to, you used to have a, a corrupt mindset. He says, and is corrupt through deceitful desires. That's why we can't always say, God, give me the desires of my heart because you got to make sure your heart doesn't been changed. Because it says that the heart is the most deceitful of what? All things. That's why people say, follow your heart, follow your heart. No, don't, don't, don't follow your heart if your heart ain't been changed. Because your heart may lead you to some places you don't need to be and have you staying longer than you ever wanted to. 
and losing a lot more than you ever wanted to give. And in verse 23, it says, and to be renewed, here it is, where? In the spirit of your minds. That's where it is. That's where the attack really is. That's where the attack really is. They, we see it play out in all these little things that we call race and money and gender and all that, but it's, it, it's really here. Why do you think they put images out so much? What is an image? It's in your imagination. And your imagination becomes your what? Your thought. And your thought what? Becomes what you say. And what you say becomes your action. And your action becomes your behavior. And your behavior becomes your destiny. It all starts right here. He says, he says, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds. And put on the new self. He's saying, go, go in there and pick it up and Put that on. Put that new stuff. Get your swag on. Get 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 ready for what's on you. Put it on you. He says because it's created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. See this this what this movement you putting on ain't gonna ain't gonna go away. We won't need another movement once you put these clothes on. Because this movement is here forever. This movement is a kingdom movement. Amen. I, I'm, I'm trying to move, do a kingdom movement. Amen. A lot of these other things just become monuments. They get erected, but they don't ever do nothing. They just sit there. Amen. The kingdom is about a movement. It's about changing things. Amen. Amen. See, because what we got to realize is that what, what, whatever, the world, whatever the world told you that you are, you're not. That's a label that's been put on you. Amen? And if you accept a label on you that, that, that is really not you, then you're really living a counterfeit life. You're, 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 you're a coach bag trying to live a Michael Kors life. Amen? Big, yeah, I don't know which one most expensive, but I ain't trying to pay for man one of them because they all $2 in China. Amen? <laughs> So, you know, that's a financial message for somebody, amen? But we do that stuff. We, we, we get all those accoutrements to, to make us feel good. That's a fancy word for stuff, you know? We, we get all that stuff to, to make us feel good about ourselves, not realizing that ourselves is already good. We try to free our minds through things, through people, through places. We try to free our mind. But see, whatever the world has told you that you are, you're not. That's what you have become, but you're not. See, they tried to, they tried to tell, they tried to tell black people that, that we was nothing, we were broke, busted, and disgusted, that we were slaves. But see, we were not slaves. They found three people and made them slaves. It's a difference. It's a difference. But they, it ain't just, they, it's, it's everybody. Because it's all about the mind. They, they, they did it to the Irish. They did it to the Chinese people. And when I say they, I'm not even talking about a specific person. You can't point the they out. Why? Because it's about a system. Paul said again, what? That we're talking about principalities. See, anything that is against God is evil. God is a God of everyone. So if it's against everyone, then it is evil. See, we got labels on us that's not us. The only true label is what? He says it in Genesis. You were made in my image and in my likeness, meaning in my image. I, I thought about you. I, I imagine you in my mind. Imagine God imagining you. Just do that for a second. Imagine God 
the, 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 the Father, then he's the Christ and the Holy Spirit, and they all sitting around having a conversation about you. I know, I know that you, they, they say it's Adam in the Bible, but that's, that, that's, that's, that's literal and also symbolic. It's literal that it was talking about Adam, but it's symbolic in the fact that it was also talking about us. Let us make man in our image. So first of all, he said, we got to think them up. Let us make it in our image. Let, 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 me, let me imagine what he might look like. Let me imagine how he might operate. Let me create that image in my mind so now I can create that thought. So now I can create that word. So now see the word, collect us. Then he said, now I can create the action. And then that's why he said, and likeness, because it was first a thought and then it was the creation. Release your mind, he said, proclaim for the release of the prisoners. See, we are made in his image and likeness. The Holy Spirit is what? Resonating in us. Yes. But that's why Christ said that I came also to what? For the recovery of the sight to the blind. Mm -hmm. That means there's a lot of us are walking around blind even though we can't see. But again, that ties right back to our mind because a lot of times it's so easy to manipulate our minds because of what we are shown. Mm -hmm. Remember the woman in the garden? Look at the fruit of the tree. And she saw it, that it was pleasing to the eyes. Just cause it please your eyes don't mean always that it's good for you. Like they always say, just cause all the glitter ain't what? Gold. And everything good ain't good for you. Help me preach it, amen. It, you know, short-term pleasure, long-term pain, amen. See, see, you gotta have recovery of the sight to the blind because that short-term play. See, see, you you see for you see that little you see that little dude and he got it going on. And you think he you think everything about him. He's saying all the right words to you, but then you don't realize that 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 he ain't no good. He like to tap on his woman head every once in a while because you were blind to the discernment past what you saw in the physical. He says, I come for the recovery to the sight of the blind. See, we can, it says in the word that we can do all things through Christ that what? Strengthens us. Amen. But my question to that is, do you see Christ? Because in order for that to be true, then you got to see Christ. And you got to see him in you. Because it says we do all things through Christ. That strengthens us. Amen. So we got to be able to see. But see, what happens is this world blinds us. It gets us distracted in all these little minion fights and divisions and discord. Because it said, what, if a, house is, uh, if a house is divided, how can it stand? So we're trying, to re we're trying to resolve not only our racial identity, our financial identity, our relationship identity, but we're also trying to resolve our spiritual identity. We got all this disparity, all this stuff going on because we are blind to what the truth really is. What is really the truth? What is really the truth? I'm asking that as a question. What is really the truth? What is really, I'm not asking this, looking for an answer. The word of God. The word of God. Is Thank you. The word of God is Somebody help me. The word of God. Everything should point to Christ. Everything should point to the word of God. The word of God tells us how we are to carry out 
everything. Amen. Even here we're talking about his social justice. He's saying, I come to, to, to give sight to the blind. Turn to 2 Corinthians quickly. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I want you to see something here. Because this is what the world does. And when I say the world, I'm talking about the world system. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse, let's look at verse, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. And it says, and even if our gospel is veiled. The gospel is the good news. So what is it saying? That the good news will be hidden from some people. Everybody ain't going to get this. Everybody's not. See, people used to think that Jesus taught in parables to make it easy for people to understand. No, it's the exact opposite. He taught in parables to confuse the folks who wouldn't understand. That's why the disciples, when they would leave, they would get with him by themselves and say, now explain that to us. What was you talking about when you was talking about the parable of the seed? What was you talking about when you was talking about the parable of the sword? What, what, what was you talking about? Because, it was, because God knew that it was some people that was going to remain veiled. It says, and even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are what? Perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. You see what I'm saying? He says that the God of this world. See, we want to keep, see, the one, what, what it is is we're, we don't realize that we're spirit beings living a physical existence. So because of that physical existence, we, we have to reconcile, meaning we got to, we got to bring into order what, what, what's going on. So we got to attach something to something that I can see. I can't see God. I can't really see the devil. So I got to make the, I got to make the enemy, the white man. I got to make the enemy, the black man. I got to make the enemy. I got to do something because I can't really see the God of this world. I can't see the system that is truly operating, that the real thing I need to be attacking, the real thing I need to be going on, it's just operating through that person, but even if I take that person out, the system is still in place. See, that's what we fail to realize. You gotta, you gotta infiltrate the system. I'm in IT, and the thing is, yeah, well, even not being IT, y'all understand viruses and all that. You, you can take one virus, send it to one cell phone, and infect the whole network. Because why? It entered the system. It entered. It was, the point was never to destroy the one phone. Who? I just got that revelation. See, the point ain't, is never to destroy just you. The point is to destroy the system. Lord, I must, did you catch that with me now? It ain't about just you. It ain't, it's about to destroy the system. What system? I'm talking about the kingdom of God. 
The kingdom of God is like, if I can take out him, and if I can take out her, and if I can do this to them, and if I can make them feel this way, I can destroy the system. Because all I got to do is infect one, and it becomes contagious, and it starts spreading. Because if you think about it, all the fear spreads. When we see people on TV and on Facebook, and they getting shot down, and that, that, that permeates the fear, and it starts spreading. And mamas want to keep children in the house, and I don't need, I don't want them to do this, and I'm scared, and I wonder what if we next and all but see the whole and that that scene just the images you start seeing yourself as next but God says what he says that that the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers whole glory I ain't no unbeliever yeah are you an unbeliever no he says he's blinded the eyes of the Unbelievers. He says that he says that that to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel. See, once you see the light of the gospel, then you your eyes should begin to open. And if they're not open, then you pray to God. God, open my eyes. God, open my eyes. See, no one no one is gonna introduce you to a Christ that sets you free when they the one that's trying to hold you in the bondage. Why would I show you the true Christ when I'm trying to? Hold you in bondage. Why? Because the true Christ sets free. So why would I show you the true Christ if I'm trying to hold you in bondage? Yeah, that goes for sometimes the white man to the black man, the black man to the white. It don't matter. Because guess what? It even goes from the pastor to the pews. There are pastors that will never show you the true Christ because they're trying to hold you in bondage. So I'm, I'm trying to paint the big picture. You painting the picture. You painting the picture. You See, because the thing is, we got to realize that Christ, as he said, he come to do what? Liberate the oppressed. Liberate the oppressed. He delivers the possessed. <laughs> but liberates the oppressed. It's a difference. Possessed, you know, you got some other stuff going on. He said, I deliver them. He says, I come to liberate the oppressed. And see the oppressed, oppressed. Let's let's make it let's make it contextual to this country. In this country and in the world, for the most part, but we live here. You got all these isms, isms. You got racism, sexism, genderism, ageism, whatever ism, and and it's all meant to what to to oppress. Amen. Let's let's keep it one. That's what racism is. It's an oppressive system. It does exist. Yeah, we got a black president, but racism what still exists. They showed it on him. Amen. Amen. The obstruction. Amen. It's a system. And God, you know, I'm, a, I'm an acronym man, so I was looking at ism, the ISM, and he says the institutional system of manipulation. It's the institutional system of manipulation. What does that mean? Uh, institution means that it's been set up. It's been set up and been organized, and there's a hierarchy, and there's a method. That's why Paul, again, I keep going back to it. He says that there's principalities, and he says that there's, there's a hierarchy to that thing. There, there's, there's, there's principalities. Then you have the lower levels. Amen? There's an institutional. System means that it's a process. There's an order and a flow to it, and then there's manipulation. That's what racism is all about, manipulation. Sexism. Manipulation. 
Meaning, you know, showing the men, men don't think women can do this, women don't supposed to get paid, ageism, you too old, you too young, genderism, you know, you a man, you want, the whole thing, all the isms. Because if I can get the isms into you, then you won't really see the truth. You won't see who you are. You'll accept the label of ism. The institutional system of manipulation. And see, what we gotta realize, wherever there is manipulation, there's a manufactured lie. Yeah. Mm. And wherever there's a manufactured lie, you can find the daddy of lies. That's what Christ said, you will like your father, the father of lies. He could not tell the truth. See, that's what it is. Racism, sexism, age, all that is, it's a lie. It's a, it's a manipulated thing. And it's to get you to believe it so much so. That, and, you know, and I always say that even when they came up with the three-fifths of man type thing, is they talking about that from the standpoint that the enemy, the enemy gave the powers that be, you know, and again, it ain't even about color, because guess what? It, it, it was some of us that, that, that helped out in that situation too. Amen. Do your research, amen. But because if you got three fifths and two fifths, that makes a whole five fifths. Amen. One five oh five is one. I, that's mad. I know it hurt a little bit, but work with me. Three fifths, two fifths. So if I'm three fifths man, what am I two fifths of? Well, they 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 say you're a two fifths of a dog. Amen. Like a like an animal or whatever. But a dog. That was the institutional system of manipulation. Why? Because truly, Christ is in us. That's right. so, so that means that I'm three-fifths man, yeah, yeah. but I'm two-fifths God. Because Christ is in me. And see, the reason it is, because it's easier to, to, to enslave a dog than it is to overthrow a God. So I manipulate the G-O-D in you and make you think you're a D-O-G. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good Through one. institutional systems of manipulation. I manipulate, that's all a lie is, is a manipulation of the truth. I can use the same three letters, G-O-D, and switch them around. And now you see yourself as a dog. When the whole time, if you stand in the mirror, when you stand in the mirror, what things reverse? Well, what mirror are we supposed to stand in front of a pastor? The mirror of the word. See, when you stand in the mirror of the word, I don't care if you feel like a dog. I don't care if you feel broke, busted, and disgusted. I don't care what you feel like. When you stand in the mirror of the word and you see who you are, then you say that I am like the G-O-D. I am God. He is God and he is in me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthen me. Greater is me that is in me than that is what in the world. See, in the world is the label of dog, but inside of me is the God of God. That's why it says in the scripture, who Christ says free is free indeed. Because once you accept the truth of who you really are, then you can't be overthrown by institutional systems of manipulation. Witchcraft. You can't be overthrown by that. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, 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 that it doesn't exist. I ain't saying walk through with rose-colored glasses on. But what I'm saying is you do not allow it to stop you. 
We do not allow systems, institutional systems of manipulation to stop us from what God has called us to do. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what, where you was born. I don't care how you was raised. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how old you are. The institutional systems of manipulation do not apply. It says that the, the, the word of God is what? Is mighty for what? Bringing down strongholds. See, we either going to bring, we either going to believe and walk in this thing or not. It ain't no back and forth. You're going to stand strong as a child of God, as a kingdom child, or you're not. See, kingdom kids, we can't worry about or be saying, well, you know, the, 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 the white boy, he ain't going to let me do anything. Who, well, ain't nobody going to let you do nothing. It says the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence do what? Take it by force. Now, I ain't saying you go out and you bust somebody outside the head, but that means sometimes you got to get up off your butt. It ain't going to just come to you. You can't be entitled and privileged thinking it's just going to fall in your lap like some Aladdin genie. That means by force. Meaning you got to force yourself out by that bed sometimes. You got to force yourself past I don't feel like it. I'm too tired. I don't think I can. You got to force yourself past your doubt. Past your unbelief. Past your circumstance. Past your situation. Past your haters. Past people who say you can't do it. Past the people who say you ain't never going to be nothing. You got to force yourself past it. And take what God has given you. See, ultimately, your liberation will never be at the hand of somebody else. Quit thinking somebody else is going to set you free. Christ already has. Walk in it. Walk in it. Amen? And lastly, it says, he said all that he said, because I did what? I came to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Some translators say the time has come when the Lord will save his people. He said, I come to let you know it's already there. And I'm coming just like Christ and today and saying, this is the year of the Lord's favor. What year, Pastor? Any year you in? <laughs> it didn't say one. It didn't say 2016, 2017, 1985. It says, this is the year of the Lord's favor. So whenever you pick up that scripture and you read that, I proclaim that this is the year of the Lord's favor. If it's 2025, then that's the year. God said, we ain't got to keep coming up with all these little cliche years. You know, this is 25, 2015, oh, I'm so mean, and oh, nine, it's time, and all that. He said, this is the year of the Lord's favor. Amen? Amen. See, because the thing what we got to realize, the life of a Christian is, is not hard. It's impossible. See, I, I tricked you there. <laughs> it ain't hard. It's impossible. Why? It's impossible if you try to do it without Christ, without the Holy Spirit, without the Father. This stuff will drive you crazy. These institutional systems of manipulation are designed to drive you crazy. So that you either want to kill somebody or you want to kill yourself. Either way, you are messed up. And God says, free your mind. Free your mind. Get your sight back. 
Get your sight back. I come to set the captives free. I come to liberate the oppressed. I know you oppressed, but now the reason, one reason you're oppressed so many times because you're trying to impress people that depress you. You oppressed from impressing depressed people. I say it again. You might want to write that down. You oppressed, trying to impress depressed people. God says, walk away. Walk away. This is the year of the Lord's favor. Following Jesus means what? Loving people even though sometimes they don't like you. It means doing the right thing even though it might not have the right results that you're looking for. It means forgiving people who don't always be deserve to be forgiven. That's kingdom. Now that don't mean you go and let somebody beat you down and walk all over you. That's not what it says. I, they, they misquoted that, turn the other cheek. Turn the other cheek means look at it from a different perspective. Because if, if you hit me and I turn this way, I'm going to look at it a little different. But now don't be trying to hit me again. I, I'm, I'm trying to see things your way. But you hit me again. I mean, you know, I'm not advocating violence. Amen. Pastor's not advocating violence. But, but you understand what I'm saying. It's okay to lay hands every once in a while. In other words, living the Christian life is only possible with the power of the Holy Spirit. And see, what we got to realize is that we're unstoppable. And see, the fact that I even said that, some of y'all doubt that. You are unstoppable. You are unstoppable. I would claim that today. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what, what you think matter, what don't matter. I don't care what matter. All that matters is that you are unstoppable. That's what matters. All that matters are is that you are created by God in his likeness and his image. All that matters is that we are a royal priesthood. All that matters is that we are the head and not the tail. All that matters is is that we are more than conquerors. All that matters is is that we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. All that matters is is that God will never leave me nor forsake me. All that matters is is that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So those that believe, so you got to believe all this can have what? Eternal, everlasting life. We have a life-giving power, a resurrecting power, an everlasting power. That's all that matters. Set yourself on fire for God and watch everything around you burn.